0: Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast. Release date Sunday, the 7th of January, 2024.
1: Cue, Dickon. Hold on a minute. I am the doctor, and this is Charlie. But you, my friend, you seem to have forgotten who you are.
2: The fog of the broken shore has made you delirious. A taste of the lash shall revive you.
3: You're not whipping me, you great potato head. Whatever mess you've got yourselves in, this is not our war. So go burn your brave fallen warriors and stop threatening people who have done you no harm.
1: You tell him, Charlie.
2: Charlie, you are of noble blood.
3: It's Charlotte to you. Actually, no, it's Miss Pollard. Miss? Yes, Miss. I am aware of the whole cloned testosterone thing, but that's no excuse for not picking up a bit of learning.
2: You are not afraid of me, miss.
3: Of course I jolly well am. Brute force and stupidity are a dangerous blend, whatever planet you're on.
2: You know nothing of our battles here. The Fourteenth fight with heart and mind.
3: If you say so.
2: Of course I jolly well do. Well then. Super duper.
3: What happened there? I don't know. Déjà vu. Just
1: persuade him to hand over that standard next, so I can work out if and how it got them here. <laughs> Hello,
0: I'm Benji Clifford, this is Big Finish, audiobooks, audio drama and this podcast, all for the love of stories. Coming up in this podcast, Sontarans, 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 and we look at Doctor Who, Sontarans versus Rutans, the Battle of Giants Causeway. But as you can probably tell, where's my dear old podcast co-host Nick Briggs? Well, Nick's having a well deserved rest after having an operation. In fact, last I heard, he was making his way through Inferno Part 1. So by this point, if I just look at my. Uh, yes, yes. I think he's devoured uh, Terror of the Autons and is relaxing to the Mind of Evil. So, Nick, I'm sending you all my love and uh, hope you make a speedy recovery. But what does this mean for the Big Finish podcast? Well, that means I'm going to have to find a replacement. Fortunately, I have a nifty time machine here and just the podcast expert in mind. Well, I'm joined here by Big Finish podcast veteran, Joseph Smith. How you doing, Joe? Hello, Benji. Great to be back.
4: Great to be back. Finally out of my cupboard (laughs) after all these years. Fantastic.
0: I was trying to think who can join me and I thought it would be fantastic to, to bring you back from, I think the last time you did the podcast was probably about 10 years ago, would you say? Oh, I would say so. Yeah, I think I think about 2016 it
4: would have been back in the old days. You know, we wow. still had uh, we still had Peter Capaldi running around. We didn't have Christopher Eccleston running around. I can't believe I've logged onto the website and seen that going down. That's in, that's a bit of a turn up for the books, isn't it? Very impressive. Very very
0: exciting. Oh no, we're very very lucky. Just one of the many millions of things going on here at, uh, at Big Finish Towers.
4: The, the millions and millions. Back in the day, it used to be, you know the monthly release a box set and a Jago and Lightfoot if you're lucky now look at us it's like something every day
0: (laughs) well we're very busy I'll never
4: be able to catch up though I don't think anyone can can they Uh, very very busy as as is right as it should be you know long live big finish I say very excited what what are you what are you working on now I'm going to go off piece and go straight
0: to the spoilers what's going on Benji what are you making He's not here today. We can we can talk about it all. Oh <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll release all the spoilers <laughs> now. Um, I'm working on a, another Eighth Doctor Adventures uh, release. Actually, Ooh. I don't know if this one's actually been announced yet, so I don't know if I really can talk about it. Uh, well, we, better, we we better be good. It is it is going to be good. You know, it's we've got some very exciting releases coming up. The Eighth Doctor range is absolutely on fire at the moment, and we'll be talking more about that later on. Um, Joe, are you, are you listening to anything, or have you listened to anything recently?
4: As it happens, uh, yeah, it has been the Eighth Doxy adventures because I uh, treated myself to. I thought, oh, is that a is that early Paul McGowan with the long hair and the waistcoat? That's very exciting. Is that a new companion? Go on, then. Let's 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 give that a go. Started listening. It's like Cybermen, lovely stuff. Um, the Big Hungry Dude, uh, very very exciting. And then he gets to the end of it and. What is revealed is revealed. I know it's post the release of the second set now, so you probably know who turns up. But if you don't, just... Just go and listen to it. I was on the floor. I mean, I, was, I, I say I was on the floor. I was driving at the time, so it could have been very dangerous, but uh, <laughs> worked out very, very nicely. Very, very enjoyed it. And then the second set came out for Christmas, and I love that as well. Uh, absolutely fantastic. So that's been up to date on that now. So that's me straight up to date on the on the second Doctor and the uh, second Doctor, the second set, but the of the Eighth Doctor's adventures, wherever he is in the timeline, who's to know? And then actually, I caught up on um, the previous set, which I hadn't heard. The the post. Um... Stranded Adventures of Liv and Helen, which I thought were great. Uh, very much enjoyed a certain song in the Weeping Angels episode, ah, and I might have had to text someone say, "Is that somebody I know?" And I it was so very exciting. The amount of people that have that have messaged me that saying, "Is
0: that <laughs> is that you?" And I say, "Well, yeah, could, could be, you? could that be,
4: that maybe. maybe." Yeah, bring it out on Spotify, mate. We need a, we need another album release. It's been a week since the last
0: one, you know. <laughs> it's very true. Well, we'll keep this one. Uh, we'll keep with the Eighth Doctor theme. Because, um, whilst we don't have the usual fixtures this week, like listeners' emails or the Randomoid Selectron, we will be doing a deep dive. Yes. Oh, so apparently we're going to be looking behind the scenes at Doctor Who, Sontarans versus Rutons, the Battle of Giant's Causeway. Whoa. Following that, we'll have a 15 minute drama tease as well. So let's kick this one off with a trailer.
5: Keris! Coming!
6: Now this is déjà vu. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Sontarans versus Rutans, The Battle of Giant's Causeway. Oh, my, my we have gone a long way back.
1: Earth, Ireland to be exact.
3: This is the Giant's Causeway.
1: We can't do anything. The TARDIS is dead.
3: Doctor, these stone shapes—they're all
1: hexagons. Layers and layers of hexagons
5: columns that are humming.
3: You, you're a death demon.
1: Sontaran. Sontarans?
2: Aliens?
1: They're just aliens, a clone army.
2: The warriors from the war beyond the stars. Oh, this is
3: ridiculous. They've built an entire Roman camp.
2: And you saw lights on the rocks, the mist, Lit up like crackling fire. Possibly.
1: But some and rutans plucked out of time and thrown together in one place is too much of a coincidence.
7: The ground. It shakes. Oh, they are coming.
2: Kill them. Yes. Yes.
1: sure all over again
6: big finish for the love of stories
0: so Joe where do you stand when it comes to santarans do you have a favorite story or a favorite santaran because there are many oh I mean there are so many aren't there uh and they're
4: all cracky I mean look we gotta really understand. It's it's fifty years of the Tires this year, so it does obviously all go back to the Time Warrior. Oh. You know, we all remember that. I think I think both you and me are at the age where you'd you'd go into your local library and find your black lined BBC early eighties video. Of the Time Warrior <laughs> with the weird sort of uh, photo montage cover, we all got that, and that was all very exciting. And you, you get to meet Sarah Jane Smith for the first time, unless you've unless you've got the videos out of order, in which case you haven't. And you know the big reveal at the end of part one is absolutely cracking, isn't it? And then of course you go back to it as an adult. And you watch that story and you realize oh this is hysterical this is one of the funniest things they ever wrote this alien is absolutely knows what he's doing and yet has no idea at the same time you know um classic design great fun with how the archer and everybody running around you know it's the, that character had such an impact on people for a reason you know and not just the good old-fashioned robert holmes uh, writing either it's it's the the design of him the design of his little spaceship which can magically be dragged into every you know chamber they need it to in the castle which i was like that's a that's a useful useful feature for them you know um i think they're great i think they're one of the they're one of the best doctor who monsters you can find because they would actually to be fair fit into any other world you know if you're a sci-fi fan they could in theory turn up in Star Trek yeah they could turn up in Blake 7 and they, they could turn up if you're you know Warhammer or something like that and they would dominate they'd absolutely obliterate everybody because they've got the biggest guns they've got Unless Legions they're a proper classic race of sci-fi villains you know and it's nice that we're getting a bit more of a fleshed out storyline this time with them you know a proper exploration I'm very excited to hear about that
0: yes yeah, a big one coming in there's going to be this is going to stretch not just with this uh you know the battle of giants causeway there's going to be other stories as well uh which all kind of ties in with this idea of sontarans versus the rutans um Aww. i mean the, what i love about the sontarans is i like that even though they're all kind of similar mm. they they each each era and each story the sontarans feel like different characters i know they're all meant to be clones or somewhat some different batches of clones but i love mm. the different characters you know and the different ways they interact and you know i always think it's i think um, you know hats off as well to to dan starkey who oh, manages to just vary it up so much, you know, he, he can be really brutal and nasty one minute and really hilarious at other minutes, you know, and he's kind of made the Sontarans his own, I think, which is fantastic.
4: Definitely. And I, I think what's great um, with dance performances, obviously, like we all love Strax. Strax is one of those classic Doctor Who characters that we want him to keep coming back again and again and again. And, yeah, you know, hopefully I know we've got lots more eventually big finish and hopefully we've got more eventually from elsewhere as
0: well. But in which case, Joe, shall we, um, shall we, shall we segue this one? Straight? on and uh, have a delve behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. can't wait.
6: Hello, I'm David Richardson and I'm the producer of Sontorans vs. Rutans.
2: Scene 8, take one. <clears throat> you know nothing of our battles here. The 14th fight with heart and mind. If you say so. Of course I jolly well do. Well then. Super duper.
3: What
6: happened
3: there? I don't
6: know. Déjà vu. It's a series that's been in development for years, I think. I'd say it's at least five years since I first pitched this to um, Nick and Jason. The original pitch was basically just the idea of finally covering the St Horan's and Rutan War It's been mentioned so many times in Doctor Who, um, but we've never really gone there in a fully-fledged way. And I thought that certainly the 50th anniversary of the Time Warrior in 2024 would be the ideal opportunity to go there, celebrate the Sontarans, celebrate the Rutans and do a big, epic war story.
8: Hello, I'm Lizzie Hopley and I wrote The Battle of Giants Causeway. I mean, it's sublime, isn't it? Sontarans versus Rutans, what's not to like? It's the opportunity to work with some new people and some old favourites as a writing team. And I love the overall theme of identity to the Rutans being shapeshifters and the Santarans famously opting for the one cloned shape. It was a very clever coming together of the two enemies, two races. I also, as so many of us do, have very strong memories of Fangrock, terrifying me as a youth, and I wanted in on this.
6: I guess one of the things we had to think about is that um, we've already got quite a few war stories in that we're doing the Time War, a very different type of storytelling, uh, but we didn't want to repeat ourselves. Having said that, it's also nice to touch upon the Time War as well within this range of stories. So um, what we decided to do, rather than just making this a series of episodes based around one doctor, one companion, one set of companions, perhaps even one time zone, we we decided actually to go really full out and because we could tell it over a span of different doctors, different companions. And actually, I suggested that what we could do is do it out of order in a way because for the doctor this run of stories he experiences what's happening out of sequence so although we start off with the eighth doctor the second episode is with the third doctor it gives us a lot more fun lots more to play around with than if we'd just gone with one team.
3: Hello my name's India Fisher and I play Charlie Pollard
5: and I'm Conrad Westmas and I play Kerry's. It's a good action adventure. Like Doctor Who, you never know what you're going to get, but this is a full-on Sontarans versus Rutans versus Romans versus Celts. <laughs> it's a full-on action fest. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good... To be thrown in, into the thick of it.
3: Yeah, Fantastic. we were saying this morning, the first scene, we were going, oh, yeah, this is one of those Doctor Who hyperventilating <laughs> scenes. We are <we're> all like... <laughs> running after, like the TARDIS flinging us around and then running after uh, various... Uh,
6: Aliens, it's good fun We'd already got a framework for the series We already knew that The Eighth Doctor was going to kick off the run And I'd already Proposed that He's accompanied by Charlie and Keris It's been Years since we've had The the opportunity to work with Conrad as Keris I think he was saying it was 15 years Since he was last in playing the role What a joy To go back there it's a lovely thing for me because I remember one of my earliest experiences of Big Finish was I was reviewing CDs for TV Zone magazine, which was published by Visual Imagination. Remember that? So uh, I was doing the reviews. I was listening to the Charlie and Kerry's stories and back then having no idea that one day I'd be actually working for Big Finish. And bizarrely, it was the fact I was doing the reviews that first gave me that strong connection with Nick and the Big Finish office, and I guess was the thing that eventually propelled me to working at Big Finish. So this is actually quite special to me to actually return to that era and bring it bang up to date. Hi, I'm John Dorney,
1: and I script-edited the, the Sontarans versus Regent box set. I worked with Conrad on my very first Big Finish Gig which was Faith Stealer where I turned up as an actor and, uh, and Conrad is just one of the most delightful humans you could ever hope to meet just going to be a joy bringing him back and uh, and we also felt that his whole um, not exactly shape changing but his, his alien physiognomy and his specific powers would be interesting uh, put in the same space as particularly the Rutans which Lizzie was going to deal with
5: this is my first encounter with the Sontarans and and yeah it's um it's been a long time it's been 15 years since I last did this and uh, I was looking this morning yeah and I was looking this morning in the first um audio I did with uh, the eighth doctor and Charlie was in May 2003 and it's now May 2023 so (laughs) was 20 years apparently but it's funny you know those 15 years you you know you you think oh can I do this how does it work it all seems so alien within about a minute I'm looking across at India and in Paul and we're just sort of like, oh, you know, the TARDIS is crashing. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it was probably about my second page. Where I was like, doctor, what's happening? I'm like, okay, we're back <laughs> in we're business. And we're back in the room. And yeah. then all I've got to do is wander off, get into trouble and side with the enemy and then, yeah. Yeah,
3: we will be fine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Paul McGann here, doctor number eight. Uh, scene two, take one. Hold on to something!
3: I am holding on! Oh, my insides are on the outside! You
1: just said that! We're in the pull of a temporal tidal wave. You might feel a bit of deja vu while we attempt to land.
3: Land? Land where?
1: Let me rephrase that. While we attempt not to crash. I was trying to think how long ago it was. Must be, what, 15 years, maybe? I was a bit nervy, gotta say. Because particularly with India, we go right back to early 2000s. The Earth has done a few tilts since. But it was exciting. Felt like being fresh out of school then is what I remember it feeling like. Exciting, though.
3: Yeah, there's a lovely scene. Uh, Lizzie Hopley, I think she knew what she was doing. There's lots of bits of, this is like deja vu. Are you Are <laughs> getting a sense of deja vu?
1: Yeah,
5: that's yeah. really nice. <laughs> Brilliant script.
6: I'm John Banks, and I'm playing Ignatius
0: Antius Salutio.
2: We mean no harm. We're lost travellers. Seems we have much in common. My name is Ignatius Antius Salutio, son of Linnaeus Augustus and general to the 14th Legion of Rome. And I have nothing in common with you. I have played Rutans in the
0: past, and I've played Sontarans in the past, and to have both together was always going to be very entertaining and very lively, and uh, I think this is actually, if I can say, an energised script. It's got a lovely sort of streak of humour, which I always think has to be there. Not necessarily whimsy, because it's quite nice occasionally to explore the darker side of things, but a little bit of humour in there, especially from Sontarans the santarans are still full on santarans beneath all their misunderstandings and uh, misappreciation of
9: their circumstances it, it should sound really interesting and and, and entertaining i am dan starkey and i am playing uh, Caecilius proculus the uh, santaran roman centurion even though the things they do are ludicrous at times you play it completely straight because they don't think they're being ridiculous it's like, um, you know, they might be a fish out of water, but, you know, it, it's been there from the start of the times with a time warrior, you know, so the third Doctor observes, you know, Lynx is, is like a little boy stirring up the red ants and the black ants and making them fight. They've got that sort, of, that sort of childish relish of war as well. There's something, there's some quite arrested development about their entire civilization, which is kind of like, it's about war and destruction and destroying things, so which, you know, is very nasty if you're on the other end of it, but equally, it's kind of ludicrous as well. You know, they're not sort of, they're not presented as like, as, 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 as like noble warriors, they're presented as kind of like idiotic imperialists who have forgotten what they're actually fighting for so the only thing they've got is the actual war itself the Doctor does not say that this is something to be lauded he can appeal to what they think they are, they're very honourable, but all the time they it's just like their, their honour is pretty mutable if the enemy has got spears they're quite happy to zap them with laser guns because as General Stahl says the bravery of idiots is bravery nonetheless they've got a very warped idea of what honour is
8: I'm Michelle Fox
3: and I play Nori with my character I feel like the Celtic times could be very brutal and very short lived. So people are used to death. And, you know, she says, I, I don't fear death. I feel like a lot of them, they do fear death, but it is life is very tough. She's a wonderful character. And I think we all feel her want to kind of have her community back and, and be less afraid.
9: I think it's very useful having such an evocative sort of landscape, obviously the the, the hexagonals sort of and octagonals sort of columns that sort of jut out of the uh, out of the ground, are such a strong visual image that you can play a lot with that, you know you can sort of think, obviously there is it is a natural phenomenon, but you can then put a sci-fi or a fancy twist on it sort of very easily.
1: Giants' Causeway is a place I'm almost ashamed to say. I've never been. never been to it. I wish I had. Northern Ireland I've crossed many times I've spent time there um, particularly in Belfast and I've driven across right across the province to Donegal lots of times but never stopped at the Giants Causeway so now I better add it to my lengthening bucket list
7: I love the idea I know the Giants Causeway very well and I could see it so clearly
3: I love the the idea of of putting kind of like all historical references with sci-fi I think' it's so brilliant that you know you kind of Think of the Celts, and then
8: actually, some of them are not Celts. It's actually like aliens from outer space. It's brilliant! uh I just thought it was a really good idea. Rutans are just terrifying. Fang Rock scared me as a child. The idea that they could crawl out of the sea and become anyone you know—that a familiar face could electrocute you—and they're so visually different in their natural form too. So they could—they're slightly ridiculous, but they're horrific. So you can't laugh at them. Big green balls, slimy, and we all remember Tom Baker kind of talking down to one literally on the stairs and yet there's that terrifying the sound of the electricity and knowing what they can do defied what they looked like two very ridiculous enemies here ridiculous looking enemies but lethal and that combination i think is just magic and bringing them together i mean come on (laughs) And you can get Doctor
0: Who, St. Taran's versus Rutans, the Battle of Giants Causeway this Wednesday, the tenth of January. Don't miss out. Before we go, Joe, time's ticking on, isn't it? Time is ticking on. Uh, do you have a favourite? Any favourite Big Finish memories from that? From your time with us at Big Finish?
4: Ah, oh, I mean, it was so long ago now, and I've aged so badly. But yeah, actually, I do have a memory uh, brought about by this very release we were just talking about. Good old. Um, Tyrants one, and that is uh around the the fantastic returning character of, of uh Keres, which of course we haven't mentioned in our previous ten minutes of talking about Sun Tyrants, but carries no, is not, back no. in this release, isn't he? Yes, which correct, is amazing. Yeah. And then, hang on a minute, like I I am the I mean, I'm a huge um Ave Doctor um, main range fanboy. You know, that is how I found another big finish back in the day. at university, I had the whole
0: set. As did a lot of us, yeah.
4: I think we did. I think we a lot of us like you know, instead of going out clubbing, obviously lay in bed watching, listening to Stones of Venice and stuff. You know, what better way to spend your Saturday nights? But um, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Carrie's. I'm really glad. We're having Conrad back in um, the Big Finish family. Very, very exciting to see. But one of my favourite um, Big Finish memories is uh, the point where we were updating the website, don't you know, which is a very exciting uh, process of uploading different files and then uploading them again because it didn't work out and stuff. But one of the big parts of that was to find the original art assets, some of which were quite old, some of which were not quite on floppy disks, but might well have been, you know, we had a whole bunch of rack of CDs with original <laughs> things that had been sent over to us. And uh, we managed to find the original artwork for Care Drawer, which, if you've never seen it, heard Drawer, one go and listen to it because it's fantastic. But two, it's uh, a very different sort of style of cover. It's, it's kind of very pop arty and animated, kind of series, kind of look, very, very, nice and different. But I was very much of the opinion that this is one of the better looking covers, very distinctive covers. For even for the time period when they were almost in the mid noughties lots and lots of abstract visuals were on Big Finish covers and I was a big fan of it and then uh, a week later uh, lovely Sue who was Sue Cowley who was the uh, manageress of the office at the time managed to present me with a per- perfectly created mug with the original Care Drawer art, which I still have to this day, oh. safely, safely sealed on my big finished shelf of uh, goodies and trinkets, uh, and I was just like, "Oh, how exciting!" And, and it might be, it may very well be one of the only pieces of spin-off uh, merchandise Care Drawer ever got, but I've still, <laughs> I still have it and cherish it lovely. And uh, yeah, cracking story. And again, it was very exciting to hear that Tardis team back in action and uh, saving the world and you know apparently having a venture in the the regular universe as well that's going to be a bit different so very very cool
0: so you can sit back with your mug you can have your mug you can listen to Sontarans versus Rutans, the Battle of Giants Causeway absolutely and, and and enjoy a nice cup of tea or coffee you know we don't you know it's, it's completely your call or Coca Cola.
4: Coca Cola or Diet Coke, you know,
0: other, other cokes are available, but they're not really. You only want Coke. And of course, you've you brought something as well, haven't you? Talking of confectionery. Oh, yeah, something well, here. you know,
4: uh, confectionery and, and snack products, well, you know, it won't be the big finished products. I don't know what you do nowadays if you have your Sound House recordings and your opening jingles, but the best thing you can do is eat a bag of crisps right into the microphone. <laughs> that's how we did it back in the old days, and that's how we're going to do it now. Let's enjoy
2: it. <laughs> oh man he hasn't changed never
0: never changed me well with that one then thank you so much Joe it's been lovely having you back uh, for this little special Big Finish podcast whilst Nick is resting up he's watching uh, some Doctor Who I think yes I think hold on He's on episode four of Mind of Evil now. Brilliant. Well, on that note, thank you all for listening. The Big Finish podcast is presented this week by me, Benji Clifford, and this crisp chap here, Joseph Smith. Benji also wrote, produced and edited it. That's me.
4: Yeah, but both Benji and I
0: did this. For the love, love of stories.
4: And finally on the Big Finish podcast, Doctor Who, Santarans versus Rutans, The Battle of Giants Causeway.
8: I anoint your hands with sacred oil.
7: You shall watch them grieve no more, Nuri. Today their queen replenishes our warrior force. We shall bring life to the eyes of the dead, and they shall rejoice.
8: Not all of them, Mother. There are many here who fear your new powers. They're afraid of what happens inside the caves... It is right.
7: They should dread their queen.
8: They pray for protection.
3: They trust the old ways of the druids when the dead were allowed to
7: rest. We give our fallen warriors life. Can a druid do that?
8: You make the dead walk. They call you the Death Druid. (laughs) There is talk of revolt. That you grow weak by your arts.
7: Are our reborn warriors weak? No, but they are changed. Do you wish I had not changed, Nuri? Did it not soothe your heart to see me walk out from this cave? As it will these grieving women. Yes, mother. It is time. Be by my side. Servants of light, we stand before the caves of our newborn and shall not infect them with fear and doubt. Gone are the flames of our burial rites. The dead have not suffered to diminish in fire, but to live again, and we shall wear them proudly. We came to you, weakened, but offering plenty. For we are the flame of life, and these caves are filled with our light. Call to your dead, and they shall return to you. The ground. They
8: are coming! It's
3: a miracle. Every time.
7: Never fear the light, daughter. In death, you will receive our power and know a better life. They all will.
1: something.
3: I am holding on. Oh, my insides are on the outside.
1: It feels like something's holding on to us. Not a million miles away, Kerris. Well, whatever's pulling at us could be further away than that.
3: <laughs> pulling at us? At the TARDIS?
1: Believe me, I am as indignant as you are. Holding oh, on oh, to something.
3: I am holding on. Oh, my insides are on you just said that!
1: We're in the pull of a temporal tidal wave. You might feel a bit of deja vu while we attempt to land.
3: Uh, land? Land where?
1: Let me rephrase that while we attempt not to crash. Uh, 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 What's Deja vu? The feeling that you've experienced something before. Uh, We're in the pull of a temporal tidal wave. You might feel a bit of deja vu while we attempt to land. Uh,
3: land? Land where?
1: Let me rephrase that while we attempt not to crash. No. But what's Deja vu. Yeah, we're definitely crashing. No. Uh, if I can just align the temple servers no. with the wave itself, it might be a little less violent. No. Uh, and again. We landed twice. Well, technically once, but we felt it twice. Maybe three times. Doctor,
5: what's happening?
1: The temporal wave that dragged us out of the vortex and into... Oh, no, no. We have gone a long way back. Earth. Ireland, to be exact. Ireland? Now, Charlie, wait, wait. This won't be the island you know. Is that déjà vu? Because I've heard that tone of voice before.
3: Past or future?
1: Past. Very, very past.
3: Dinosaurs?
1: Worse. Celts. Ah. Have we experienced Celts before? Oh, you would know if. No 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 no, what's happening? What are you doing?
3: Oh, it's really not a good sign when he says things like that. Really isn't. The TARDIS is being drained of power. Doctor?
1: We can't leave, can we? And we can't do anything. The TARDIS is dead. What? Well, there is a possibility she shut down deliberately to preserve the eye, but now nothing. <gasps> Wait here.
3: You're not going out there!
1: No one attacks my TARDIS.
3: Keris? Coming!
1: Now this is Déjà Vu. Stay close, both of you. I don't want anyone falling off these rocks into the sea. Now, do you see any movement? Back through this door. Ah, Into the dead TARDIS.
3: What are we looking for?
1: Anything that reverses asymmetric conductors.
8: Great. Uh,
1: What are we walking on? The ground is all over the place. Careful, careful. The mist will provide some protection, but we'll lose sight of the TARDIS if we go too far. Protection? From humans? Humans are one of the deadliest life forms I know. No offense, Charlie.
3: Oh, none taken. This is 55
1: BC, the reign of the warrior race. The Celts are definitely vying for most barbaric. And I don't fancy running into any without the backup of a TARDIS.
3: A dead TARDIS? Will you just stop saying that?
1: Now stay still, for a moment. Listen, listen. It's coming from the ground.
3: Doctor, these stone shapes, they're all...
5: Hexagons. Layers and layers of hexagons in columns that are humming.
3: Hexagons? Doctor, I've been here before. This is the Giant's Causeway.
1: Yes, on the Irish side. I imagine you can see a lot more of it at this moment in time. What's the Giant's Causeway?
3: Oh, it's a pathway of stone columns built so that two giants from Ireland and Scotland could meet up and thrash it out. Giants?
1: I, I, th- I thought we were fighting Celts. <laughs> we're not fighting anyone, Keris. It's legend created to explain a rather unique volcanic effect stretching across the North Atlantic. Oh, right, but sh- should it be pulsating like this? It shouldn't be pulsating at all. <sighs> well, Causeway is giving off energy. How could volcanic rock drain the TARDIS? I need a sample. What was that? came from over there.
5: Someone's moving.
3: See, through the mist. Mm, I can just see rock. Wow. The columns go way higher than I remember.
1: Oh! Oh! Charlie. What is it?
3: Bodies. Piles of bodies.
1: Charlie, you all right?
3: Bit of a shock, that's all.
1: They're soldiers, judging by their armor. They're not just soldiers, they're legionnaires. Except
3: Roman legionnaires? Goodness.
1: Are legionnaires not
5: Celts, then?
3: Oh, Romans are far more deadly.
5: Except they're dead. Hey, these are scorch marks. Like he was hit by a laser
1: or something. Or something.
3: Well, that's not very Celtic, Britain.
1: Neither are these energy readings. Actually, carries. give me a hand with this helmet. It's enormous. Is that usual for Britain? No. no. Oh, my. These Romans are not what I expected. That's because they're not Romans. Or Celts. They're Sontarans. Sontarans? Aliens? Not just aliens. A clone army. Every one of these helmets will hold exactly the same head. Bred for war and nothing else. They look and sound lovely. Yes, another warrior race. But one that definitely doesn't belong here. In Roman armor. What are you doing? Checking the probic vents. That's how they source their energy. It would whack on that and take them out.
3: They're not obviously damaged.
1: No. It's that noise again. Someone's there. Carers, be careful.
2: Well, there's certainly no giant.
3: Doctor, could we have done all this? By arriving, I mean?
1: Fortunately not.
3: Surely Celts couldn't take them on?
1: Even if they were disguised as Roman soldiers, that doesn't mean they share their weaknesses. If the probic vents weren't struck, there's no way they could kill this many.
3: So there's something else on the causeway. besides us?
1: I'm very much afraid there is.
3: Where's Caris?
5: Hey! I-I see you! Hello? I know you're watching us! There! Stop!
1: Whoa! Okay!
5: Got you! I am coming no further! Me. I don't want to get lost in this. Hey, are you hurt?
7: You, you're a death demon. I, uh,
5: I, I might look a bit pale. It's my skin. It tends to try and blend. But right now, it's probably confused by the mist. Oh, to be honest, I've had the worse reactions. Here, don't be alarmed. I'm not going to harm you.
8: No. But they will.
1: Kerris!
3: There! He's not far away!
1: The mist is deadening the sound. Wait!
3: What is that? An earthquake?
1: It's how we get to the TARDIS.
3: It's horses!
1: It's the rest of the Legion. The Sontaran Legion. <gasps>
3: Doctor, what do we
2: do? We're surrounded!
1: Surrender. Fingers crossed the telepathic circuits still have some residual power.
2: (sighs) Hello there, we are not armed. See, no weapons. Press on the broken shore. Yield to the standard. Looks like they do. We meet no harm. We're lost travellers. Seems we have much in common. My name is Ignatius Antius Salutio, son of Linius Augustus and general to the 14th Legion of Rome. And I have nothing in common with you.
3: Why are they doing this? Is it a game? Some
1: turns don't play games.
2: Kill them! Wait! Yes. Wait! Yes. This place is already a graveyard. We come to recover the bodies of our dead. We will leave yours to the crows.
3: You will not! This man is the doctor, and whatever killed your men here barely gave them time to draw their swords.
2: Your point, boy?
3: My point is that you need help. And we are your best bet. And I am not a boy.
1: I would listen to the lady. There are some odd things going on here. And if they're related...
2: Strap them to a mule. Commander Proculus will decide if they serve us or burn. That doesn't sound like much of a choice.
1: No, it doesn't. But this Proculus might give us a clue why my TARDIS is it literally on
2: the rocks. Gather up the dead. They shall receive an honorable burial. <laughs> Doctor, what if they find him?
1: He has any sense. He will get to the TARDIS and stay low. Right now, we are a good distraction. (laughs) Move!
5: They're horses. I saw them through the mist. Doctor! Charlie!
2: what is it what's out there charlie silence or die
8: they're robots
7: they kill everything it was charlie they've taken them both
8: they will wish they died quickly my task is to protect you
3: firstborn what every day she brings life from the caves But you are the first to walk from the ocean. I honor you. What are you? Get up. My name is Nori. I beg forgiveness of our queen, but her young must be protected. What queen? I will take you to her firstborn. She cannot be a death druid when there is such life.
1: Big Finish, for the love of stories.